good day, parents. This is Mark Young, and you are listening to the Encourage and Equip podcast for parents of teenagers, and this is episode three, and in this particular episode, we are going to talk about what it means to be the primary disciple maker of your home. You see, we say that uh, as pastors, that we come alongside parents to be the primary disciple maker of their home, so that you are the primary disciple maker of your home. And what does that actually mean? That's what we want to kind of think through today. We often um, think about disciple making as parents as something that the church does, that the church comes together, and that through the preaching of the word, through Sunday school class, through uh, friendships that we have at the church, that it's those resources that are primarily making disciples um, in our homes and making us into disciples who will make disciples. And there is certainly a great, uh, very important uh, role of the church to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, where we are being equipped to be disciples through the local church. That's why God has given us the local church. Um, But God has given in Scripture a unique responsibility to the parent, <clears throat> excuse me to the parents to raise your children to be disciples for the glory of God to be disciple makers kids who will grow up not just disciples themselves but with a heart uh, for the great commission uh, teenagers who will grow up to be adults who will continue to use their life to make disciples and it's you in your children's life to be the primary influence in your kid's life uh, to raise them up in the Lord um, for them to be disciple makers. Now, a couple of scriptures. Let's start off with the Bible and a couple of texts here where we get this. Uh, Deuteronomy 6 verse 5 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. And you shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be on the frontlets of your eyes. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. This is the Old Testament, and this is instructions for parents based on the great commandment to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And uh, this commandment is given to the parents so that they will be responsible to, it says, teach them diligently to your children. And then it gives you not just the command to teach them to your children, but to how, but, but how to do that and when to do that. It says when you Sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise. Bind them as a sign on your hand. The point here is that it should be ongoing conversation in the home about what it looks like to love the Lord your God with all your heart. There should be ongoing conversation with your kids in the car, at bedtime, uh, when they wake up at the breakfast table, when you sit down for dinner, when you're counseling your your teenager over a, a breakup with a boyfriend or girlfriend, when they get cut from the team, when you're disciplining them. These kinds of things produce conversations that should lead to what we would call gospel conversations, where the gospel is just um, 
fluent in your home where the purpose of everything, every decision that you make and everything that you counsel your child toward is in light of the grace of the gospel of Jesus Christ, okay? And the purposes of Christ in their life, right? To make them and mold them into the image of Christ, to help us and shape us to be followers of Jesus who will be motivated to leverage our lives to help other people follow Jesus. So this should be ongoing conversation in the home. And God gives that primary task to the parent. He doesn't necessarily give that primary task uh, for your kids to the church. The church and pastors are shepherds to equip you to be the primary disciple maker of your home. See, that's the difference. We are not the primary disciple maker of your children. We help and equip you to be the primary disciple maker of your youth, of your kids. And so I think that's the main difference. So if you're driving up to the church on a Sunday morning and you're dropping your kids off in the student building, hoping that Pastor Mark and Pastor Monty and Pastor Luke or wherever you go to church, that the pastors there are going to be the ones, hopefully, that are going to help your kids follow Jesus because, you know, you don't know how you're going to help your kids follow Jesus. You're just banking on the church to do it for you. That would be an unbiblical mindset because God has given you the unique task as the parent to raise them up in the Lord to follow Christ. And so think about it. It's actually kind of easy. We uh, see your kids. So Let's just use the youth ministry for example. So if you're bringing your uh, your teens to the refuge, and I hope you do, uh, for connect groups on Sunday morning at 9.30 or for our student worship service at 6.30 on Wednesdays, let's say hypothetically you bring your kids to both. All right? So that's one hour on Wednesdays, maybe an hour and a half, one hour on Sunday mornings, And then if you do the corporate worship service, that's a max of three hours where I am with your teen during the week. Three hours out of a whole week to pour into them. You, however, are with your kid way more than three hours. So if there's 24 hours in a day, seven days a week, you do the math. There is a lot more time many more hours that you are spending with your kid and teen per week than I am. I get maybe if they come twice a week, a hundred or so hours with your kid in a week. You are spending over a hundred hours with them, actually more than a hundred hours with them in a week. I get a hundred hours a year, you get a hundred hours a week. And so that adds up pretty fast. This is the design of the home, though. This is not hard to figure out. God has designed the home to function this way, where our kids are under our care for us to raise them up in the instruction of the Lord. Let's look at another text, Ephesians chapter 6. And I told this to my own kids this morning, who are 6 and 4 and 3. I told them this verse this morning, Ephesians chapter 6. Verse 4, it says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction 
of the Lord. It is the job of the fathers, primarily, to lead the home, to raise the kids in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. It's not the primary job of the pastors to lead your kids in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. We will help. We will lead. We will guide. But the primary task and goal from God is to the families. And if you have um, a home with a father present, then it's the father's job to lead out in the home to raise the kids in the instruction of the Lord, assuming that the father is a believer in Christ. And so this is a very important task. So fathers and mothers, see your job given by God as the primary ones putting your teen's life to help them follow Jesus. When we say you are the primary disciple maker, it means that you are making disciples out of your teens and your kids in your home. Meaning you are helping them follow Jesus. And you are helping them know Jesus. And you are helping them share Jesus and fulfill the Great Commission. So fill your home with conversations about Christ. Let your kids see you, mom and dad, sitting with your Bibles open, reading them in the morning. Let them see you leading out in prayer, not just at mealtimes, but at separate times. Let them see you, fathers, gathering the family up consistently on a regular weekly basis to read the scripture together and to pray together. And even, if you're willing, to sing together in the home. I know that's foreign to a lot of us, but yeah, read, pray, and sing. Lead the home to see uh, Jesus more every day. Lead the way in how you're going to serve your neighbors. Lead the way in encouraging conversations with unbelievers about the gospel. Lead the way in helping your kids follow Christ. Ask them, train them to read their Bibles. Ask them what they're learning when they read their Bibles. Um, In fact, designate times where they should read their Bibles in their room or on their own. Say, hey, this is Bible reading time. You should go sit with your Bible in your room for 20 minutes until you read the scriptures and you're finished. You know, give them designated times in the home to read the Bible. And if you will lead the way in doing that, what you'll do is you'll build a rhythm in the home of what it looks like to follow Jesus, right? When they leave the home each day and they go into school or they go to their team or they go to acting class or band class or dance class, wherever they're going, put on their mind, just put on their radar, hey, remember, you are the light of Christ to the people around you. Ask them when they get back, are you able to have any conversations with your friend about Jesus? And so, consider your role as the primary disciple maker of their home. The pastors are there to equip you for the work of the ministry, and the ministry you've been given primarily is to help your kids follow Christ, to know Christ, and to share Christ. This is what it means to be the primary disciple maker of the home. God has given the task to you. The church and the pastors come alongside you to help you fulfill this task and this role that God has given you. All right, that's good for today. I hope you will uh, join us next time in episode four next week. Thanks for listening.